I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Foo followers around the world. Welcome to episode 53 of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast with your host, Ben Johnson. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the show. Remember, in order to stay up to date with all the latest martial arts movie news, reviews and podcasts, visit KungFuMovieGuide.com and follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that by sending us an email. The email address is hello at KungFuMovieGuide.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show, which features my conversation with the action director, fight choreographer, stunt performer, and Chinese martial arts master, Vincent Wang. It's a good conversation. I do hope you enjoy it. Without any further ado, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. Hello, 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 everybody around the world, food followers everywhere, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you're doing okay and I hope you're not going too crazy. (laughs) Um, We're actually getting some really beautiful weather now here in the UK, which does make it very hard, of course, to stay indoors. So anyway, I hope you are doing well wherever you are listening to this. I've got a great conversation to share with you all today with the martial artist, stunt performer and fight choreographer Vincent Wang. Vincent was the fights coordinator on The Great Wall, which was that weird creature feature from 2016, starring Matt Damon and directed by auteur filmmaker Chang Yimou. Vincent has also worked quite a bit in Vietnam with the director Victor Vu. His credits in Vietnam include the fun head-swapping superhero movie Loi Bao, and he was also the action designer on Victor's horror film The Immortal. His most recent project as a fight coordinator is Cruella, which sounds really interesting. Cruella is a live-action prequel to Disney's 101 Dalmatians, and it stars Emma Stone, Mark Strong and Emma Thompson. That film has wrapped, which is great news, just finished in time for the lockdown. And according to IMDb, Cruella will be released in May 2021. Vincent has worked in the film industry for over two decades and he's performed stunts on a number of huge movie franchises, including quite a few James Bond films. He's done stunt work on The Force Awakens, The Bourne Ultimatum, Edge of Tomorrow. He's worked with Keanu Reeves. He did a bit of fight work on Man of Tai Chi. He also works on 47 Ronin as well with Keanu. He's done a load of Marvel films as well. And he was also a fight arranger on Doctor Strange. 
So he's been involved in a lot of amazing movies and his background is particularly fascinating because Vincent, from the early age of six, was enrolled at a Chinese martial arts school, a wushu school. So we do go into quite a bit of detail in this conversation about what life was like uh, growing up at a Chinese martial arts school. I actually first met Vincent very briefly at last year's Fighting Spirit Film Festival. He had attended a screening of Loi Bao alongside the film's producer Jason Ningao. I have checked on YouTube and the great team there at Fighting Spirits have uploaded that full Q&A. So if you want to check out the full Q&A on Loi Bao, then you can Go onto YouTube, it's all recorded and uploaded to there. I made a mental note while I was watching that Q&A to contact Vincent afterwards and try and get him on the show. He does live in London, so we did manage to arrange a conversation in which I visited his home and recorded this chat that you're about to hear. It was recorded back in March of this year, 2020, just before lockdown was announced. And I will go into a little bit more detail about that in a moment. Before I do, I did just want to flag up a few things following on from our previous episode with Maria Tran and Scott Adkins. We got a lot of love for the film recommendations that Scott's made during that conversation that I had with him, particularly around a couple of underrated uh, martial arts films, one of which was Lao Ga Lung's The Scorpion King. A lot of great feedback online around The Scorpion King and, of course, No Retreat, No Surrender 2, Raging Thunder. A lot of love out there from you guys for both of those titles, which was really nice to see off the back of our previous episode. I did want to flag that Scott's new film, is out now in the USA. It's a sequel to his earlier film, The Debt Collector. It's called Debt Collectors. And our review of Debt Collectors was embargoed at the time of releasing our previous episode. But it is now live on our website, kungfumovieguide.com. So if you do want to read our thoughts on the new Scott Adkins film, Debt Collectors, head over to our website and you can read our review there. If you haven't heard the show yet with Scott Adkins and Maria Tran, you can, of course, go back and take a look on all of the major podcast providers along with all of our previous episodes which feature people like Gareth Evans the director of The Raid and the new Gangs of London TV series which we very much recommend if you haven't seen Gangs of London yet we've got episodes with Bruce Lee's daughter Shannon Lee Hollywood stunts legends like JJ Perry and Heidi Moneymaker action film stars like Don the Dragon Wilson and loads more we are on Apple Podcast Spotify Stitcher Acar, SoundCloud, many, many more. And we are releasing new episodes every two weeks in this current season, season five. So in order to make sure that you never miss an episode, just simply subscribe to the show using your podcast provider. And thank you so much if you do that already. That is awesome. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. I also wanted to plug something else to you guys, another release which is out there and available to purchase now. It is a Blu-ray of the film Dynamo, which has landed on Blu-ray thanks to the filmmaker, action film star and former podcast guest Michael Worth. Michael has sent me a copy of the film on Blu-ray and it's really great to see 
this film digitally restored and just looking glorious. It's from an original uncut 35mm print of the film and there's also a bonus 2K scan of an alternate 16mm cut of the film on there as well. Michael Worth, of course, if anyone isn't aware, is an avid collector and a fan of the Bruce Bloitation subgenre of kung fu movies made popular after the death of Bruce Lee and starring people like Bruce Lai, Bruce Le and Dragon Lee. They're three of the, probably the most uh, famous Bruce Lee imitators. Dynamo is a 1978 Bruce Lai film. It's got some pretty decent fight scenes in there and a good cast as well. And I would say, you know, there's some pretty bad Bruce exploitation films out there. Dynamo is one of the better ones. And uh, what's especially amazing about these Blu-ray releases that Michael is putting out is all the amazing bonus content which he is preparing and releasing as part of these releases. So on Dynamo, for instance, there is a uh, mini featurette on how these old kung fu films are being digitally restored. And there's also an audio commentary featuring Michael and the UK broadcaster and TV presenter Ian Lee, who is a, a huge kung fu movie fan. If you want to learn a bit more about this subject and Bruce exploitation films in particular, then I would recommend you listen back to our episode with Michael Worth. It is on episode 20 of this podcast. I would also recommend uh, Michael's podcast called The Clones Cast, uh, a Bruce exploitation podcast that is a fantastic listen. So do check that out if you don't already. Michael is working very hard to present these films in their most pristine versions and to give these films the respect that they deserve. So we do commend him on his hard work in this area and I do highly recommend, if you are a fan of old kung fu films, then check out the new release of Dynamo, which is available now from wherever it is that you buy your Blu-rays. Okay, let's throw over now to my conversation with Vincent Wang. This was great to chat to Vincent. I should just set up this conversation a little bit. Vincent has had a bit of a journey with regards to this whole coronavirus situation. He initially went back to his home in China to celebrate Chinese New Year with his parents. And that was just as the coronavirus pandemic was kicking off. So he was then forced to go into lockdown while in China until it was safe for him to be able to travel back to London. He did then manage to fly back to London. And then obviously when he landed, he had to go into self-quarantine again for another 14 days. So as soon as it was safe then for Vincent to go back into the world and have face-to-face -face conversations, we did manage to arrange this conversation. And then, literally a week or so after this conversation took place, the UK government announced our own lockdown. So all in all, Vincent has been pretty much in lockdown now for most of 2020. Uh, he's got a young family there as well, so that obviously brings its own challenges. Interestingly, though, he has been very productive during his downtime. He has been filming quite a lot of training and exercise videos. He was doing a lot of that in China and sharing them on social media over there. He has since been doing the same thing from his home here in London on his own YouTube channel. And he has been sharing things like some uh, Qigong exercises, some tips on how to stay healthy. There's some stretching exercises. He's also doing how to 
cook uh, healthily and uh, a few of his favourite Chinese meals. For instance, I just saw him prepare Chinese lamb and cabbage. So that's a bit of fun. I will put links to all of Vincent's social media in the description of this episode of the show so you can find out a lot more about Vincent's there by clicking on those links. I will be back at the end of this conversation for a little bit more talking but until then let's throw over now to my conversation with the martial artist, instructor, action director, stunt performer and fight coordinator Vincent Wang. North of China is that that's where your family is based? Yeah, northwest of China. Northwest of China. Yeah. What's it like up there in the north? It can get pretty cold. Yes, it can get too extreme. And in the winter, I was remember I was a kid. Probably sometimes you can get minus thirty, minus thirty five. Wow. And uh, summer you can get like forty degrees. You know, and it's it's, it's based in, in desert. Yeah. So it's it's extreme, extreme. It's both ways. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Dry. You know. And uh, yeah, I was brought up there and. Uh, I lived there until probably and um, I was 12, 13. Then I went to Shanghai. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And okay, let's go through this then. So you were six years old when you when you first yeah. went to the... This was a wushu school, is that right? Yes, that's right, yes. You have a very strict timetable. Yeah. In the morning, you get up, you know, probably like 5.30, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. and crack on a couple of hours morning training before I have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then and what is breakfast? You get you know the old Chinese steam steam bomb and yeah. has some pickle vegetables. You know sometimes you get lucky, you get a bit a couple of eggs, whatever. And uh, yeah, that that that's breakfast. You know it's not yeah. no luxury, not like here. You can have a bacon, egg sausage, yeah. all those kind of high protein <laughs> stuff. You know, and yeah, so that that's that's what you know like, and also like what people see. You know, wow, this is very intense. It is very 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 intense because uh, in, in a short period of time you have to reach and the, what the teacher asked for the, mm. the, the, the standard mm. and it is quite strict isn't it then? very very strict and you are in the school in this kind of dormitory you are basically not allowed to go out during the week right and also because the child you know for safety for whatever you know fine and also for because you know you have have long days high you know intense training and the, after you know Dinner, evening, you know, you rest bed, then by 10, probably 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you go to the bed. Yeah. Next morning, you're going to start again. You do, do it yeah, again. Yeah, you go again, exactly. You're pretty exhausted, you know. Yeah. Did you miss your family? Oh, yeah, of course, you know. And in the time before I left, I was quite excited. Yes, you know, I don't have to go to school, study, yeah. you know. I can just be, you know, just kind of special school, do my kind of do something I love to do. But when I get there, and I realize how tough it is. And of course, you know, at the young age, you miss your family, you yeah. miss your family, you know, mom, dad, you know, and uh, probably, you know, I see them maybe once, twice a, uh, a year because, you know, my dad, they're working and they're quite far, probably eight hours away from. Yeah. You know, how far was the school from where your your family were based? It's in? different city and uh, it's about eight hours, you know, at time. It's impossible, you know, to you know, for them to visit me because you know they have their work as well. It's it's tough, but after a while you start get used to it. Yeah, 
you don't resent them at all for that decision, sending you away from from such a young age. They didn't send me because I, I was luckily chosen by the. By, yeah, by the you were so you were selected. Selected, yes. Okay, selected. Then obviously my 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 dad, especially my dad, and they didn't like me to to go to school. You yeah, know, because he wanted, like every parent, wants their kid to be like engineer doctors yeah. some can sure. you know whatever one of the professions exactly yeah. yes and to be a you know able to do sports and for them to think something there's no no future you know yeah but for me i love it and so obviously in you know, the school talk to my parents and the parents said look you know he's still young he's you know he doesn't know what he want and because it's by end days you my choice yeah so i left and uh, of course, you know I, it's, I never blame my my parents, but only the only thing is, you know, you do lose the childhood. Yes, yeah, of course. So when did you graduate from that school? And I stayed until probably when I was uh, uh, almost uh, eighteen. Wow. And the reason is, I always want to be a a coach. Yeah. You know, in terms to be a coach, you have to go to a university. So yeah. that's afterwards, that's what I was, and I went to Shanghai Sports University. Yeah, you were professional at the school, which means you must have been earning money when you were there. Is that is that correct? Yes, and uh, I think when, when you get to a certain level, then you start to, government start, start to pay you, you know, and uh, at time, obviously, it's not huge, huge a lot, because, you know, in school, food, and uh, accommodation, clothes, they're all, all basically provided by the school, by the government. Yeah. And the amount of money they, you know, they pay us is, is, is uh, just for probably just for pocket money. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. And uh, at least something which is, and helps my families and they don't have to pay my kind of, kind of yeah. school fees. Whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, sports is very expensive. Yeah. Stuff, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and government spend a lot of money. And to you know, train to provide you know in, in the best for the athletes you know to yeah. achieve. Yeah, because we're talking thousands of kids enrolling what every year in these schools. Oh yes, I think every province in China they have a professional you know sports yeah. schools you know such you know like wushu schools. Sometimes they have any other yeah. in other sports. The outcome of which for the Chinese government is is what exactly to I guess further the the arts themselves. Or I think is a. <clears throat> I think martial arts wushu is uh, it's been in China in, in in Chinese culture for over you know probably thousand thousand years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think from for as far as I remember, you know, from a young age and the government's always encourage people, you know, train, learn. It's something which is, you know, to, to for 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 the health side. Yeah. Because martial arts, you know, the first things in a three three histories you learn is not just for fighting. Number one is for health. Yeah. You know? So when you're stronger and they can be able to achieve yeah. and other things, you know. Yeah, so government encourage people to enroll into to to ex- exactly part. yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah. But another offshoot of it is obviously we should say that this is the same training grounds that Donnie Yen went through, that Jet Li went through, Wu Jing went through. But not every single kid that gets enrolled is going to be the next Donnie Yen. This is very tough, and uh, because. 
when Jet Li, when Jackie Chan, when Donnie Yen, when, you know, they've been through a lot as well to achieve what they achieve now because they set a great example, mm. you know, for all the young people. And uh, I, th- I remember that when Jet Li, when first movies he did was very successful in Shonen Temple. Yes, yes. 1980s. Yes, I remember. 80s, yeah. I was quite young and as well. So we owe a lot of Chinese kids. And after we watch the film, they will want to go to Shonen Temple. Yeah. They will want to become monk. They will want to learn martial arts. Yeah. And in a way, yes, it's, it helps. It you know, helps a lot of young people. You know, and something they can, they, can, they can take up. But obviously, to get that level, to be able to, to become a super movie star, it's not easy, no. you know? And, um, you know, obviously there's only one Jet Li, there's only one Donnie Yen and Wu Jing. Yeah. Uh, but at least them, for, for the stars, and they set a great example to the rest of the world or the young kids. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, try and your best and fill up your dream. Okay! Do you notice in China still there is that that is a route that that people are still taking? If you're young and you're keen and you're into martial arts, they are enrolling in these these schools, <clears throat> or or is the uptake diminishing slightly? I think it's um, it's also had changed now because I remember that for the last uh, ten years there are more more like uh, taekwondo schools and karate schools in China as well yeah. I think the reason is because the Wushu never be in the Olympics yeah true and there was talk of it becoming an Olympic sport yes there, wasn't I it? think it's harder because yeah. uh, they realized that the Wushu has been in China for a thousand years yeah. so, you know and yeah. uh, they've got an advantage they've got an advantage you <laughs> yeah. know if in the Olympics uh, it's, it's not fair probably yeah. for the rest of the world yeah. and that's why they have karate and taekwondo they're still in Shonen Temple in Shonen the area of Henan there are still a lot of Wushu uh, schools mm-hmm. and they teach and um, but unfortunately it's not as popular Hmm. as you as used to be you know yeah yeah that's interesting what skills do you think you need to make it through a, a training like that I think it's uh, my personal thing is the disciplines and understand the why you do it yeah and uh, and also importantly is uh, what is your purpose hmm. what you want to achieve yeah. you know as myself, you know, from, from young age, you know, when you started, it's, first when you started, it's, it's like your interest, you like that. Seems like all quite fun. But once you get to the high level, it's not fun anymore. No. It's, it's like torture, you know what I'm yeah, saying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, because of that, through the training, then you learned a lot of self-discipline mm. and you learned a lot of kind of, you know, working hard, and you learned a lot is how to interact with your, you know, your your, your friends, your brothers, sisters in the yeah. same team, and, and also you, you learned how to basically to help each other. Yeah. And uh, same time compete each other. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's in 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 the West world, a lot of people love wushu love learning all, all those kind of amazing and and the, and the skill 
unfortunately, I think is the concept, understanding the you know and how much effort you need to put in, and how much discipline you need to you know get involved, and uh, and also is uh, something I think probably. People will often say, "Oh, you know, why the Chinese they do wushu better than Westerner?" But I often say it's it's like it's part of Chinese culture.、Mm. If you are understand Chinese culture, it give you a lot great kind of understanding about wushu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's、uh, like people say, if you want to understand the, the culture better, you have to be able to speak the language. Yeah, yeah. You know. And it is part of the national identity. Absolutely,、yeah. yes. So that must have been quite interesting when you first came over to the UK in the early nineties. You were invited to come over to 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 teach here. Then? Yes, teach、yeah. here. Yes. What were the students like that you were teaching? I mean, it was what was the standard like? Well, it's basically they all start、um, they're all beginners, you know, and、uh, obviously the wushu is quite hard to to teach for. People a lot older. Wushu. If you really want to be on top of the game, you have to start very young age. Yeah. And、um, so yeah, you don't see many wushu champions in their thirties、no, or forties. No, no, you have to start very early because it's involved so much in our, you know, the flexibilities and、um, balance. Yeah. I introduce a lot like tai chi. Yeah. For start. Yeah. And something which is you know for them is is easy to pick up.、Mm-hmm. As they're getting but more interested, get get better and understand but but more, they start to introduce more kind of wushu. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. basic training and、uh, different kind of traditional styles.、Mm-hmm. And I realize is、uh, people love it, but same time when it comes to the basic and they start to lose the interest、mm-hmm. because they want to see. How Jelly, how how Donian, how we do. They want to be jumping exactly. Yeah, 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 fantastic yeah, yeah. movements, but they don't realize it's all about foundation. Yeah, you know, basic. How important it is. So obviously, when do basic, you know that. You know, for us, we take years, years. We 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 know we train. You know, we learn every day. We doing this basic again, again, again. And even now, you know, I'm you know in my fifties now. I'm still doing my basic training. Yeah. So when you have basic foundation, strong. Foundation, of course, you will be be able to pick up、yeah. anything. Absolutely, you know, it's easy. You know, it's,、yeah. it's, it's easy to adopt. Shouting Shen will soon be dead. I've laid an ambush for him. Filthy traitor! You're teaching in London during the nineties, but then suddenly there's a film stunt career starts emerging. How did that come about? I I remember this.、Uh, <clears throat> At time I was teaching in the school, and we suddenly we have some kind of、uh, stunt people, you know, and they come down train、yeah. and you know wushu, and also I remembered、uh, I got a very very good friend who's called、um, Peter Padero. He gave me a lot of kind of help and advice. So since then I started to start to train,、mm. and during that time. And sometimes I get called, people recommended, and do the TV show for BBC or whatever. That look for some some martial arts people or whatever.、Yeah. And、uh, I did a couple of show, you know, with Lenny Henry or some other stuff. And from that, 
and I started like, wow, this is a cool thing, you know? Yeah. Something I can use my skill, and I love it. Yeah. And then, then, then and I, get paid. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, then I was like, okay, maybe I'll start with something new in a new career, something, something okay. different. So it was genuinely, it wasn't, it wasn't an aspiration for you. It wasn't on your radar. It just, it just, you sort of fell into it. Yes, because yeah. in the, when I was a kid in China, obviously terms to get into the movie business is, is quite hard and yeah. also there's, there's so many people in 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 martial arts world, world in the wushu world and um you know obviously you know most people you know at, at that time you know they think oh the best thing is become become martial arts coach or become something or whatever you know and think but oh to become movie stars at time probably still early yeah then in england then I never thought about you know going to be you know working involved in Hollywood films. Yeah. And as you're teaching life, you never know, you know. And yeah. uh, you know people you, you you know you you know you meet and people you know then you come across and uh, suddenly it light up your you know yeah light up your you know it's who you know yeah or you know and yeah. suddenly oh wow this is cool yeah since then this, because because of him. Then I start to focus and train and get all my skills and then I become stuntman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got written down here your first sort of big job, I guess, is Tomorrow Never Dies. Is that right? Yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies. At that time, at that time, I, I, it's Yeah, Michelle Yeoh and brought his her team yes. to England. Yes, and they look for somebody who will be able to speak the language yeah. help them because yeah. they you know a lot of Hong Kong stuff and they don't speak much yeah. English I was going to say being able to speak English yeah. you know as well as Mandarin yes. or, yeah, it must have helped absolutely uh, and at that time I, I, were, I haven't basically and qualified become stuntman yet yeah okay I was still in the middle of training yeah then I, and I got called and asked me you know to help them but I test the, yeah. the the beauty side you know in the film business you know yeah. that can can give me a lot more kind of can kind of kind of set set my mind and uh, something what I want to do so you saw the magic of the movies and thought this is this is for me yes I think yeah. that that's brilliant I said wow this is cool you know and you know sometimes you meet all different people and the movie stars and sometimes you see how a movie make you know yeah. in a meet yeah. happen you know yeah yeah. And so, and didn't, didn't realize it's how hard work, you know. Yeah. Afterwards, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lovely photo of you with the stunt team with Michelle. You obviously met Michelle, and yeah. Oh yes, and uh, I basically had a great um, relationship with you know with her and her team because uh, and I think they were they, they were here for probably two three months, and uh, every weekend and Michelle invite and all her stunt team and myself. And we go to the Queensway and have dim sum and hang out. Yeah. Sometimes we can. We go to the club, whatever. It's great. And she was uh, she was an amazing lady, and yeah, and uh, she really care care about her and and the yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's something which is I realized I learned that is is so important to have a good strong. Team. In Hong Kong, in China, in China, you see the action directors, the credits there. It's it's up in the opening credits, and it seems generally on sets maybe there's a bit more respect for the stunt teams. That's an outside looking in. I know you've worked you work in the industry. So, what's your thoughts on that? Well, 
This is a very very interesting、uh, questions. And having working in England, in you know, and with、uh, you know, Hollywood films for last twenty years, when you work in Asia as an action director, you have so much、uh, responsibilities、mm. and so much power.、Mm. And、uh, obviously, you know, you get involved with the director, and、uh, obviously before you, and you and and you start to. To 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 start prepping, you have the script, and you have to you know have meetings with the directors and、uh, to get to know the vision of what he want,、yeah. you know what he want to do, and at the same time, and you you give him a lot of kind of your idea after me when you read the script.、Mm. Once you know he agree with that, you get involved as action director. Yeah, you know yeah. the whole package. Yeah, and but you're in really yes, early, early. Yes,、yeah. absolutely, and.、Uh, Because the 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 power you have and the responsibility you have and the trust with directors, producers, and and they have to trust you. In the West, they don't call、uh, action director; they call second director、yeah. or stunt coordinator. You know,、yeah. they basically just、uh, do the job. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, people don't really really give stunt our stunt. You know. People are credited. I'm saying,、mm. even Oscar. You know, they never mention whatever. You know, I know the Hong Kong Film Awards do have you know best、uh, action director. You know, it's held、uh, on quite a high pedestal, isn't it? And awards、yes. are given out there, but、oh. they're, but they're not at the Oscars. No, because、uh, I think because Jackie Chan, he realized it's how important get people to notice, to realize, and people stunt people. And they're working, you know, extremely hard and、mm. risk their life,、mm-hmm. you know. And so they want to set up this kind of award and and to award people to achieve high achieve about on stunt stunt、yeah. world, you know, yeah, yeah. the best best action director and best in you know, action in and、uh, actors, you、yeah. know, and choreographer whatever involved. As I think it's something to let people to realize to notice and the, those those people. And they should be incredited. Yeah, you know, and, you know. I think it was just that. I think something which is great. I, yeah, I hope that you know, in in the West world, Hollywood one day, they can do that.、Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code Listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're supposed to be a professional killer. He's posing as a woodcutter to fool you. Don't you know that? You've been involved in some of the biggest action film franchises of the last 20 years or so, from Batman Begins, more Bond films, Die Another Day, Skyfall, you were in The Bourne Ultimatum, National Treasure, you are in Sherlock Holmes, Captain America, Thor, Dark World, you are in the Marvel Universe as well. How does it normally go when you're a stunt performer on this? Do you know in the morning what stunt you're actually doing later that day? No. I think, you know, the... As a stunt performer, you know, you, you get call from the stunt coordinators and, you know, do a job. And uh, mostly, obviously, you don't know what was going on. And uh, because stunts and things, script sometimes change on the day as well. Yeah. And you know, sometimes just last minute and the stunt coordinators, okay, do this. Yeah. You just have to perform and do whatever, you know, yeah. uh, ask for. And uh, be a bit more kind of flexible. That's why uh, as prof- professional stunt performer, and you have to be ready and also high trained and also very skillful as well. You'll be able to handle uh, you know, and do the job. At the same time, you have to make sure that uh, protect self, look after self, make sure you don't get hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah, so I think, you know, for all those movies, every job is different, is interesting and challenging as well. And I think it's, it's, it's uh, through, through all the years. Uh, what for, for myself is is, and I learned a lot from different you know stunt coordinators, different and different stunt performers. That was always your goal was to eventually you wanted to be a fight choreographer. You wanted to then move move into. I think that role. yeah, I think every stunt performer you know beginning you know you you want to you know a performing stuff and come to a certain stage or get older get older and yeah. also get whatever and then you have to move on yeah. you know I started because uh, training martial arts training wushu yeah. and um, because of this experience and I understand the, but the more about fighting mm-hmm. side that I lack the the creativities you know and uh, designed you know the different different style of fight and uh, I love that because that's that's really is 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 kind of kind of uh, my thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I enjoy doing that role, well. and yeah, so that's something which is you know I work towards the you know the uh, fight coordinator yeah. and a fight choreographer, you know. Yeah. The big one here is the Great Wall, twenty sixteen, working with Chang Yimou. Yeah, Chang Yimou. Yes. Y- you'd done a bit of fight choreography before that, though, hadn't you? You worked on Doctor Strange, I believe. Yes, and then the Doctor Strange as afterwards, and yeah. I was. Uh, that was after the Great Wall. Uh, after Great Wall, yeah, yes, okay. and. Um, so basically, I, I did the, I think it's the Now You See Me 2. Now You See Me 2, yeah. Yeah, I see yeah, me yeah. Too, and, and I was fighting uh, Ranger as well. And uh, That had a lot of great British martial yeah. arts yes. talent in that, yes. in that movie, didn't yes. it? Yes, and that was quite fun. And, mm. you know, the stunt coordinator was, was, was great. And um, before that happened, it was a few years earlier, a few years, then I got called to do the Great Wall I was in China for uh, some holidays I got called I said then they asked me to, you know to, to do the Great Wall and uh, I, I was very excited then somehow I think the finance went probably wrong and they cancelled that 
that film. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That, yeah. That three years later, suddenly I got called. Said, "Are you, are you available?" You know, and from some point, poster said, oh, "You know, I'm doing the the Great Wall." You know, so can you know can can come? I said, "I said, wow." I said, "God must watching." So that yeah. was a few years ago. There, you know, something you know I supposed to do, but now suddenly. You know, was Chang Yimou attached? To the project back then, no. when it, in its first incarnation, no. that's interesting. No, first yeah. uh, I think at time I think I, as far as I remember, the director is who's going to supposed to do is the director who did the Last Samurai. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Edward Zwick. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yes, I think that's well, that would have been thing. a different film. <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember the the script at time uh, I read and. Uh, and the script after you know the the drawing mode did I think probably it's quite different as well yeah 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 Talk me through that experience then, because to watch it, it's uh, it's an interesting film, isn't it? Matt Damon uh, is in it, Andy Lau is in it. For Chang Yi Mu, though, it's quite a departure. Were you in on the on the sort of ground level, as it yes, were, from the yes, early stages? I, yes, I was on the on the floor. I think first of all, they have a um, different team. From you know different stunt coordinator from America, different team. I think somehow I don't know what happens, and uh, they left. So in the end, <clears throat> different uh, second directors who did the Dracula, yeah, okay. which, which is our work with him as well, and also the stunt coordinator Buster Reese also on the Dracula as the stunt coordinator. I think you know. So when when they got the job. And the bus bus called me, and uh, so I went there. When they obviously, they already they started already a few months ago already prepping. Oh, okay. And I one came obviously in the middle of the prepping. is 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 quite difficult situation because the the because the department every department the high rank that are all from the west, mm. you know, like like you know for example all the. Pairs, makeup, costume, or whatever department, constructions, whatever they all from the you know different West world. Yeah. That and the Chinese obviously is is helping you know, the film. But because I'm involved stunt stunt department, and I realized when I first arrived that the Chinese stunt people they don't get on with the West stunt 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 people. Yeah. They don't really get talked much, and it's just the it's horrible situation. Interesting. Very, very horrible, and I felt that it's going to be difficult. But luckily, because I'm Chinese and I lived in China for twenty three years and understand the Chinese culture, I understand Chinese people. At the same time, I lived in the West world and working, you know, in 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 for all those years, you know. Then when I got there, the first of all, I I need to basically to show the Chinese stunt team that how much that I appreciate. Them, yeah. How much I respect them, yeah. I think it's all important about is to respect each other, yeah. And you know, is that why there was conflict there yes. initially because there wasn't enough respect being yes. shown by the Hollywood? It, exactly, the Hollywood. Yeah. I think all oh, the Chinese they they're not not great, they're not blah blah, and you know, and obviously the the, the Chinese thinking, well, it doesn't matter if Hollywood or not, but we're making hundreds hundreds of movies, you know, a year. Yeah, you know, we do the same thing. Our Chinese film is still doing well. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, a lot of Hollywood, a lot, a lot of fights, a lot of wires. They all learn from China, from Hong yeah. Kong, yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah. You know, that's true. Took me a, a long time to eventually, to you know, they accept me as well, and uh, we get on very well with 
the Chinese team, yeah. and um, we eventually become like become like family from yeah. from one team now. What was working with Chang Yimou like? Well, he's great because I always love his uh, film films, and uh, I you know, I watched you know, his film like and uh, and Raising Red Lanterns. Yeah, yeah, and, his uh, his older because he wasn't a Wu Shire no, director yes, initially. Yes. Yeah, so. What I love him before I went went to China and to do the Great War film and watched I rewatched a lot of his yeah. old films and just try to see what his style you mm. know and I realized him he loves colors yeah yeah and he loves uh, big things with a lot of people mm. you know big scale yeah, big scale yeah. it's just unbelievable. So obviously, Great War. You can see, you know, some days, you know, we have probably two, three thousand extras. Incredible, you know, just massive. And also, you can see the every soldiers, you know, different soldiers and different, you know, whatever they have different colors, different, you know, look, different whatever, you know, and and the costume. It it's just amazing, and you know, I remember in a, in 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 a, in a couple of days, you know, we shot and and just I look at like, wow, this is the typical Zhang Yimou style you know even though the film obviously didn't do very well <laughs> yeah which I was going to say I mean yeah. do you uh, I mean you know you've worked on so many yeah. films yeah. but I guess when you're that close up to a film and you see how much time you know how much effort how much money goes into making such epic productions like The Great Wall and then suddenly you know it comes out and it just sort of fizzles away <laughs> how do you feel how do you feel about that yes it's, 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 it's a shame and um because obviously, you know, for me, I think is you know the film doing well or not doing well is is up to the you know is is the audience you know the decision. The name is amazing. The Great War, you know, everyone knows in China, everyone knows. But unfortunately, you know, even though nowadays, I mean, when I talk to a lot of Chinese people in China, they will say, you know, this Great War, unfortunately. It, it just fight with all the creatures. Yeah, it doesn't make. It kind of comes out of nowhere. And yeah, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. People just come down there, just, 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 just through the body to, yeah. to the creatures, and then eating whatever you know. Yeah, and uh, suddenly you get you get two Western people come down save save the world. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you do well in China then? No, no, no really, really, no really. And uh, I mean, beginning some people they said okay, you know, with the. CG, you know, with with the CG was was quite amazing, blah blah, blah. but obviously the stories, a lot of people don't didn't like it, you know. For me, you know, what I really enjoy for me is the great experience working with the Chinese stone team, and also a big production. Wang Shenhui, you can't fool me this time. I want revenge. I won't go until I've killed you. Your career has taken an interesting uh, direction with your work with Victor Vu and yeah. working in Vietnam as well. How did those opportunities come about? It's very, very interesting, and um, because um, and I've been have been, have been working in, in Hollywood in England for all those Hollywood films, and they um, always always want to try something different. Yeah, and um, the one day I got a friend and, and uh, Jason. And he's a British Vietnamese, and yeah. and uh, we knew each other a long time ago. You know, probably twenty twenty years or twenty years ago, we are good friend. 
and then he's very passionate in the film as well.、Mm. So when he went to Vietnam, he wanted to start you know, something. We want to produce some kind of films in、mm. Vietnam. Then obviously, he, when he when he met Victor, and、uh, obviously Victor is at time in the end, he's still now is quite good.、Uh, Big directors in Vietnam. He, he's one of the biggest, isn't yes, he? Biggest,、uh, yes. But it, traditionally, not an action. No filmmaker. No, because he had experience. Did the、uh, one action movies that didn't do well. You、okay. know, he was so disappointed、yeah. and whatever. Then he's, and Jason said, Jason tried to, tried to persuade him. So look, it's like car. Everybody produce a you know a new car, but they only change the outside, but never change the inside engine.、Mm. You need something different.、Yeah. You want car go fast. You got the import, yeah, from outside Vienna.、Yeah. Then he then he basically told him about me, you know, and obviously show some kind of work I did. So that would light up, you know, and Victor is oh something maybe he should try. Then he start to talk to me, you know, and、um, then he obviously start to change the script. For a lot of actions, yeah, because、uh, I've seen Loi Bao, and there's a there's a lot of fight scenes in it. A lot of fight, yeah, yes, a lot of fight, and it's, it's fine things. When Jason called me and said, "I said, yeah, sure, whatever," then same same time I got another call to do the Tomb Raider. Yes, yes, and、um, this is the new yeah, one with yeah, the Lisa McCann. Yes, and、uh, I was, and I thought that Stone Cold is friend of mine as well. I said, unfortunately, I said well, I got got call in the. The Vietnamese film as well, and they really want to do it. They said, "Oh, forget the Vietnamese film. You know, they, you know, this, they, their budget is very small, and let's do this, whatever." You know, I said, "Look, I want to have experience in Vietnam.、Mm. Something with small budget, and I want to experience that. I have a total kind of control. Yeah, and to do a small budget films will be able to do well. Yeah, it's a challenge for me, and."、Um, So in the end, I I took the 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 Lao Bao films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I went to Vietnam, I already had the most coffee in my head already. Yeah. Okay. Because every day, just、I'd, in your head,、yeah. or, or it's previous, or no, 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 not previous, no, yeah, yeah. all in my head. Because I, I know which each scenes roughly what I what I want roughly the, the you know the, the styles the movements that I、yeah. want. Before I went to Vietnam, I told the, I told Jason, so look. I want the best stunt team in Vietnam.、Mm-hmm. Bring the best. I want to audition them. I want、mm-hmm. to choose them.、Mm-hmm. I realize the difference is between the British stunt performers and the Vietnamese stunt performers, because、uh, in England we have、uh, six skills. People have trained very hard for many years, but in Vietnam, a lot of people they just have one skill, or some people just the、uh, interest in and then do some martial art, do、yeah. some whatever, do some parkour,、yeah, yeah. whatever you know. And they copy a lot from Chinese films and Hong Kong films,、mm. and the way they reaction, the way they they do things, very different from from here. Yeah. So I look at them, and I, and I chose probably fifteen twenty stunt stunt guys. They ask, look, from now on, every day, I'm going to retrain you. Yeah. I want different reactions, different fight away, and yeah, so. I got my team together, basically. And what do you like as a fight choreographer? I mean, are you willing? Are you quite open to if someone in your team has a has a good idea, you'll say yes, okay, maybe we can incorporate that in there. Is it quite a collaborative process? Yes, I think you, you know, one brain never as good as ten brains. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I always encourage my team guys and just just give me a lot of ideas. You know, it, it 
some I encourage them don't think your idea is oh maybe my idea is the most stupid idea I think sometimes the stupidest idea is probably the best idea yeah, yeah. you know yeah. in the audience people watch films people people always catch people people's eyes is the idea mm. Mm. wow this is a good idea yeah. you know I mean come on everybody knows how to fight you know people say I want some different fight come on fight is fight yeah but how can it catch people's eyes? Like, yeah. Oh, this is a good idea. So yeah. how do you do that? I mean, how can you still create original fight scenes? Surely everything's been filmed already. Yes, I think it's, that's interesting. It was Lao Bao. And um, first of all, you know, I did some um, fight. And after that, George said, I think it's, it's about two Wushu. Mm. Because also, don't forget, Vietnam, they have their own styles. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're not really, really, you know, in kind of, kind of wushu styles mm-hmm. to f- suitable for this film. Yeah. And after that, I had to think about, I said, how can I make it, you know, to adapt the audience, the people can see, oh, it's not quite a wushu, but it's, it's, it can still see the, the you know, the styles as Asian style, you know? Yeah, yeah. Then I thought, okay, now I, I want everything to look a bit more real. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use a lot of wire work. Yeah. Because to use wire work has cost a lot of time. Yes, yes. And money. So we didn't have a lot of time. We didn't yeah. have a lot of money. So I said, look, let's do something more real. And also, I don't want a lot of kind of, kind of spinning, you know, for nothing. The kick, yeah. and it doesn't look real, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I said, okay, now, and that's what I want. I told all the stunt people, look, this is now what I want. Yeah. I want something real. I want feel real. Feel people can do it. And also, with characters... He's got a, a strong power, but he's not Superman. If you're going to take on a job <clears throat> as a fight choreographer, you've got to understand the motivations there of the, the character. Would you say that that's, that's good advice? for, for This the- is a very good, very, very good advice because in, the, in action, if the action doesn't tell a story, just action, it, it doesn't attract the audience. Yeah. It, it doesn't sell the action. Yeah. Just, oh, just action, you know, it's boring. But if the actions can relate to with the characters, with the stories, can link with them, that will make more impact. Yeah. On the, on the action, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Even low about films, I mean, people see it, and after I ask a lot of people, and they will enjoy it. They can see the the actions basically changes, you know, through the characters. Yeah. You know, when he changes, the, you know, the, the fire changes, the stories, you know, get all involved. And, and it doesn't make it doesn't make sense, you know, to the end. Sure, you know, sure. and that's something which is you know after the job finished, you know, film finished, there were a lot of people when cinema see that they all said, "Wow, it's great!" They all enjoyed, it. and uh, for me to hear that, you know, I'm quite pleased. You know, yeah, that way, I bet, you know? I bet, yeah. and particularly because it's it's Vietnam. It's not a country that you'd worked in before, mm. or the language. Can you speak the language? No, no, and. Uh, Luckily that, and um, Victor, you know, obviously he's um, American Vietnamese, you know, mm-hmm. he brought up in America, and uh, with some people, you know, because it, they're all professional, and when you tell something, and even though the language barrier, and they still be able to pick up, they still understand yeah, yeah. what you want, you know? Yeah. But it's, I heard a story that you were working on Lloyd Bao, there was a stunt that wasn't quite looking right, and you, because you you have a career as a stunt performer, just said no. This just isn't good enough. I'm going to do the stunt. Yes, yeah, so because there was one scene is uh, under probably seven seventy foot and jump, and we have two two stunt doubles. One is for fight doubles. The other one is the parkour doubles. Double and um, 
what happens now the the day that the the parkour guys does the the jump and um, because I want particularly the body holding in a certain position because when you're on a wire when you jump because the the gravity is right it pulling down you're very hard for you to hold in holding these yeah, positions yeah. because when it's long short the camera so we need to see him jump off all the way down to the truck so we need kind of kind of kind of kind of holding the position as long as you can but first first take you know I was sitting and watching a monitor with directors you know and come down it, it wasn't look look great and doesn't hold him anymore you know he jump off and after vision two three seconds it's just the body start losing the shake yeah, yeah. the first com- first jump and was was uh, so okay you know the try second one so I, I pulled the stubble here I, I explained to him and second 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 take I still same then in the end obviously we didn't have a lot of time to shoot again again yeah. you can you can see the victor start getting a bit frustrated and um, and ask me so how can we achieve I look at it, I said but only thing I achieve is I do it he said I sure I said because they're single action directors you know obviously normally action directors they, they don't do stunts whatever you know no no yeah, you know what I'm saying so yeah because I, I because luckily I'm always fit I'm always you yeah, know ready sure. whatever so I knew you know these situations you know, if no matter how I change how I tell the stunt performer the double he's not going to achieve so in the end I said, I do it so and you can you can see that the whole you know the camera department everybody's like what it's gonna yeah. do it yeah yeah I say yeah, sure so basically I just radio the the, the costume the head costume I said just bring the doubles the costume I do it and they were like wow and so I <laughs> lead I, by example yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I I changed changed and after that and um, so. Basically, I and I say how many guys pulling wires at the time they are probably six seven. I said no, I said gave, gave me gave me twelve guys. <laughs> yeah, I said I said you know I said you know just make That's sure doubly sure yeah doubly sure yeah. guys because I said look you know I, and I'm not hundred percent sure whatever and they say oh do you need the rehearsal? I said no no I have no time I just do it anyway. Yeah, so I just did the wind just the wind jump. Wow, seventy foot. Yeah, yeah, wind jump and boom done finished. And after I said oh move job done now. Suddenly said oh we need the uh, forty foot and jump with no wires and just from back shot and just come out of the shape just, just jump off you know on the back shot uh, and, and they look at me and say do you want to do it uh, I said oh, okay do it so I did another you did that as well I did another 40 foot yeah, wow. and, and, and jump as well yeah it's not yeah. why yeah it was good I just you know just a couple of jumps it was fine yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually I, quite, I, I was quite enjoyed it and, uh, because it, it gave me a bit of adrenaline you know going, yeah yeah tiger catches the chicken Working in Vietnam, do you see yourself going back there? Maybe you worked with Victor on two films. Yes, now. after Lao Bao and uh, Victor called me back for the second one for Immortals and, uh, and more I, of a horror I, film that one. Yes, yeah. more and uh, it's, it's, uh, and also add a few actions. I, mean, I had a good experience, and uh, but now it's like and I said I said to you know and Jason and also Victor as well, and uh, I had I had experience in Vietnam, and if something come up again if the story is good yeah if you know if you know the script is good and and up the mind you know do it yeah and uh, because now i had had uh, had had two movies experience i'm sure and uh, i'd be able to handle you yeah know. yeah do you necessarily need to travel i mean there's so many films are produced here in the uk you know the work mm-hmm. is is coming in it seems is that is that right Yes, it's, there are a lot of movies uh, in the UK now, and um, <clears throat> I think it's uh, 
sometimes in the old movies they they work in different places you know and uh, I think as a uh, there's so many uh, fight choreographers you know in in the, in the stunt business mm. and a lot of people and all want to to become fight fight choreographer there are a lot of kind of competition as well you know yeah. happens but you know for me it's like I'm just keep 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 trying and do 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 whatever you know I can and if if I'm not busy working film I can always spend time do my kind of own training yeah, you know, and do better can can the personal train as well and also I have a, a different kind of clients and uh, also I do a lot of uh, self healing and treatment people yeah. people because yeah. I have experienced you know injuries yeah, through yeah. years kind of training and the stones you know a lot of people suffering you know yeah. through the profession and a stunt performer you know injuries and uh, I hope you know that I can be able to you know help them you know you know, to be able to get better and yeah. not suffer, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in 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 old, old age in later yeah. in life. Yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing. So, yeah. The natural progression of things, because we've seen this in Hollywood's people now moving from being a stunt performer into a stunt coordinator or fight choreographer, moving into second unit, and then you're directing movies. Mm. I've got to ask, is that something that you would like to pursue, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think every, you know, <clears throat> people are working in the film, stances in the business, they all love to program, you know, progress eventually to achieve, you know, become stunt coordinators, black coordinators, then eventually second directors or become director or whatever. Yeah. This is kind of high achievement, you yeah. know, eventually, you know. And uh, so, we, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like the... When do wushu? First of all, you, you beginning, you know, start learning stuff. Then you start compete. Then you start winning medals. Then you become whatever. Then suddenly, you know, like Wujing director, or like 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 Wujing, like uh, like Donnie Yen. First of all, you know, <clears throat> become martial artist. Then then start working the film business as actor. Then eventually they achieve. They become director. Yeah, you know, yeah. Wujing's a huge yeah. success. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's big success. I think it's something just for everyone, you know, mm. you know, want, want to achieve, you know, something. Yeah, yeah of course. You know, yeah, and you to. must have projects in your heads that you'd quite like to yes. make. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I have my kind of, kind of, kind Which of you won't stories. Tell me. <laughs> I have stories in there, something, whatever, hopefully, you know, yeah. and in my head, then when they can find someone can, can you know, interesting, then they'll be able to, to work together and, and shoot, you know, something my own own kind of kind of film awesome yeah. yeah well listen we wish you all the rest of luck and do let us know if you know how it's all going yeah thanks so, thanks so much man thanks thank you great chat to you you know thank you so much Vincent thank you pleasure thank you Vincent Wang there great stuff really nice guy and I really enjoyed spending time chatting to Vincent we wish him all the very best, particularly during this very tough time for uh, not just the film industry, obviously, but all of the creative arts. I think everyone out there is struggling in one way or another at the moment with regards to what's going on in the world. So let's hope that things do pick up again very soon. And uh, we do very much look forward to seeing what Vincent works on next as i said his next big movie will be cruella which will be released in may 2021 that looks really fascinating and i'm intrigued to see what uh, disney do 
with that franchise. One final recommendation that I did just want to mention here before I go was in relation to Vincent Wang's upbringing at a Chinese wushu school. His story very much reminded me of a 2012 German documentary, which is called Dragon Girls, which is directed by Inigo Vesmer, and it follows three girls that are training at the Shaolin Taegu Kung Fu School, which is located just next to the Shaolin Monastery there in China. It is a fascinating and at times uh, heartbreaking documentary which really highlights the types of training and the activities that do go on in the in the kind of kung fu schools that vincent would have trained at so yeah do check out that documentary i can't recommend it highly enough i have written some words about dragon girls on our website kungfumovieguide.com so you can read a bit more about it there but if you do want to check it out i have just double checked and the full documentary is available on youtube so that's called dragon girls go and check that out it's a fascinating documentary okay that really is it now thank you so much for checking out this episode of the show and thank you for listening all the way to the very end a big thank you also to vincent wang for taking the time to talk to me i will be back again in two weeks time with another episode of the kung fu movie guide podcast in the meantime do get in touch with us if you do have any questions any feedback anything you want to get off your chest anything you want to ask us at all do get in touch the email address is hello at kungfumovieguide.com send us a message over social media we do very much like to hear from you in the meantime i will say farewell and do take care stay safe and stay sane and i will see you next time on the kung fu movie guide podcast bye for now planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.